0: Hello everybody and welcome to the all-new, all-reformatted Wood Brothers Wrestling Podcast. My name is John, my brother here.
1: I'm Drew. Is
0: Drew. And we're going to talk about wrestling.
1: Uh, Oh, it's a pretty good week too,
0: eh? It was a really big week for no particular reason. Uh, You had your regular Raw and SmackDown, which were both uh, good, with Raw maybe even actually coming in just a little bit ahead.
1: Not a common occurrence, that one.
0: No, not so much.
1: Then you had the, uh, what, early in the week they aired the UK tournament on the uh, WWE Network.
0: Right. I didn't catch, I didn't catch the tournament. What, what was the first? I know it was two nights. And yeah. And the second night it was the winners of the tournament who would fight, like, different champions.
1: Uh, well, kinda, yeah. So, like, you had the tournament breakdown on the first night, uh, ultimately going to uh, Liverpool's Zach Gibson. Uh, just a crazy amount of talent in that, in that tournament. Um, you also had a triple threat match, uh, between three UK women's competitors, uh, to determine a challenger for Shayna Baszler on night two.
0: Okay. Well, we know one, na- I know one,
1: uh, Tony Tom- Storm, Tony Storm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was Tony Storm, uh, La Dawn, uh, who's Scottish, I believe. And then representing Portugal, uh, was Killer Kelly.
0: Portugal. Uh,
1: it was a good match. It, it really was. It was. It was solid. A uh, lot of really good wrestling and stuff. But it was. It was a little shorter than I would have liked. to I assume it to be. Storm won. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> handily. Um, when the when the time came, she she won handily. Uh, but it was originally supposed to be a fatal four way. But the uh, early into the match, the fourth competitor uh, whose name escapes me at the moment, uh, uh, she got knocked out cold. I think. Uh, and they basically had to restart the match as a triple threat. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, she's okay, which is good. Um, but it A missed
0: opportunity cl- it, though.
1: Yeah. And clearly wasn't, uh, cleared to compete that night. Right. So, so
0: the big, the big news though, they actually came out of this tournament is the fact that they're forming NXT UK.
1: Yeah. That was the big, like, om- almost like purpose. Like you want to say it was like the purpose of the tournament, but it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't right. Um, yeah, and it's big news because there's a lot of crazy talent coming out of the UK right now.
0: Well, it's nice to see they're gonna have like they're gonna have a full on women's division. And they're gonna do a yeah. tag division as well. So you're really just gonna get a reflection of NXT.
1: Yeah, and I mean at this point it's unclear as to how many of them have signed on, like how many competitors from the tournament have signed on. Uh, like I'm pretty sure Travis Banks, uh, who made it very far, uh, all the way to the finals. Actually, he lost to Zach Gibson in the finals. Uh but I don't think he's signed anything with WWE yet. Um but it is it, so it's it's all just kind of unclear, right? Because like Flash Morgan Webster, uh who, who made it to the semis and was great, uh, you know, he's already done some work for WWE. I, I, I believe it was a, a UK episode of uh, 205 Live. He actually showed up and participated in his six man. Uh but yeah, it's uh, the UK tournament was it was a lot of fun. So the first night also had uh, a six-man tag match between the Undisputed Era, so Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, right? Uh, versus Mustache Mountain. When's
0: When's Fish back?
1: I I don't know, and I haven't seen it. He hasn't been because when when Roddy first sort of came into Undisputed, uh, the Undisputed Era, uh, Bobby Fish was still there. He was still part of the promos. You know, they had those great. Promo opens of NXT well, yeah, for a he couple of things. Like, with with yeah, whatnot. and and one time without and just rocking that monster brace, he's a he's a hero for that. Um, but we haven't seen him in a while, uh, and I'm I'm not sure if it's like maybe he's in Alabama or whatever with with Dean Ambrose and Sami Zayn getting their getting their bodies tuned up, or maybe he's just well on the road to recovery.
0: Oh, fair enough. Yeah. so what were, so the, Zach Gibson won the the tournament yeah,
1: Zach Gibson won the tournament and i I'm pretty sure he got booed throughout that in tournament more than Roman reigns does in like a month.
0: but for the same reason it, or is it because uh, he's an effective heel over there? Here's
1: the thing I'm not actually sure oh, uh, like my, my I'm not I wasn't familiar with his work before before Monday. So it was uh it was really interesting part of my initial impressions were just oh my god they hate this guy so much. <laughs> it's it's the crowd was and their their unique chance and stuff. It was just oh god, it was fun.
0: Okay. So they managed to pull off a decent show night 1. What happened to night 2? Yeah,
1: night well night 1 was a lot of fun and there was that's the the six man tag which I recommend to everybody. Uh from the first night undisputed era versus Mustache Mountain. And uh, uh, the bruiserweight, Pete Dunn. It was, it was good. It was really, really good. Night two, you know, you had Adam Cole defend his North American championship against Wolfgang. Uh, Shayna Baszler retained against Tony Storm. Um, And dominantly, too. Like, they really had her step up and make a statement, which is important because I feel like the Nikki Cross feud didn't exactly have the exclamation point on it that either of them needed.
0: No, but I assume it's also not
1: over. I would hope so. I would really hope like, cause this can't be like, we can't go without was Nikki Cross on our TV for another three was months. One
0: pay-per-view, the reason that they kept her off of uh, the main roster, but they called up the well, rest of sanity. Well, the co- and we'll get to that later. That's, that's a whole other yeah, thing. That like the I quote has
1: say. actually changed since then. eh? so like uh triple H has said something along the line. I can't remember where I read this. I'm sorry. Uh, but Triple H said something along the lines of when I do bring her up, I want her to be wrestling and there's just no room for her to be wrestling in that division right now. Plus we had strange statement. Plus we had specific things we wanted to do with her in NXT still. So, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things, man. It's one of those things. But I mean, to have her come out and dominantly retain against, uh, 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 Tony Storm, Storm. Yeah. Um, was important, and she did the Shayna Baszler thing, you know, lock the hold back in after the bell's already gone, and all that fun stuff. And
0: so Shayna Baszler did the Shayna Baszler thing. Yeah, Shayna Baszler was
1: Shayna Baszler. So you know, it was it was a it, there was a great tag match, Alistair Black and Ricochet taking on Velveteen Dream and EC3. A lot of fun. You know, it was it was a lot of really it showcased a lot of really high quality in ring work.
0: So ultimately, worth watching.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, if you can sit down and dedicate the, I think, five hours total to it.
0: Yeah, to me, what's exciting about it, I didn't, I didn't catch it. Um, I probably will see bits and pieces here and there. But what really excites me about it was, was the announcement that I talked about earlier, the NXT UK and, and the plans that Triple H has to sort of diversify that. Yeah. Now, what concerns me is there's talk right now that Fox Sports is going to pick up NXT on TV. Mm. That worries me on a number of levels, like as a fan, as a new fan to the NXT product. Yeah. And it really worries me that they'll start worrying about the same things they worry about on TV, which is, uh, you know, making everything as dull as possible to appeal to everybody instead of creating a niche product like they have now.
1: Well, and I'd also be worried about a move to like two hours rather than an hour. Or, yeah, if they're going if they're
0: going to expand I, I I wouldn't be objected to an hour and a half. There it feels like there could always be one or two more segments in an NXT show when I watch.
1: It's true, it's true, but like I think most of the people who watch NXT and I am assuming, but I think most of the people who watch NXT would rather that half hour be filled with say another match.
0: Well, whatever it is, right? A rather, segment, so well, a promo, yeah, I guess it'll so. be a promo, it'll be matches, it'll be whatever, but yeah. just a segment or two more.
1: Oh but man like and and you're right you're right you're totally right cuz it it they really demonstrated the effectiveness of of being able to have a segment that wasn't a match on this week's episode so
0: So with that in mind let's move over to talk about this week's NXT Oh man again you watched more of it than I did I my what I my main takeaway from what I saw of NXT this week is the, who's that John Morrison wannabe guy that's just not doing it?
1: That would be the finest, Kona Reeves.
0: The finest. Yeah. That is bold and stupid.
1: Yeah, it's also inaccurate.
0: I'm sorry, I am sure he is somebody and, and he is really good at wrestling or something, but I just don't, I can't get behind it at all.
1: I, I've, I've been watching, like I've been slogging through this guy's matches for a while now. He's He's only been fighting enhancement talent um and and that is effective to a point i mean it's it's but it's just like there's nothing unique or interesting or 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 attention grabbing about his in ring style, his his move set, his his character is a little stilted and boring.
0: His character feels now a little bit like a really crappy EC three.
1: <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like to me too. It's like it's like well, if
0: EC three and Johnny Nitro had a baby. Oh man, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro, Johnny
1: Impact, John Morrison. Yeah, okay. There's that. Most people probably know him by. But like I I just like it it feels to me. Like a bit of a waste of time to ha- I, I don't feel like this guy is ready to be on television yet. There's there's a huge roster of NXT of of men and women. I know who who don't who aren't on the televised show. They're just on the live show, and that's like a proving ground. I feel like he 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 should probably still be back there. Not because he should be back there, but just because I don't think he's ready to be on TV yet.
0: Well, I don't know why they're in a rush to put that kind of character back out there, right? Because you just had Tyler Breeze. I guess not just had it's been well, a couple no, of years yeah. now, but Tyler Breeze went through with a similar type of character, this sort of narcissistic, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, self-involved, blah blah blah.
1: Well, and there's the weird thing about the whole finest thing, where Bianca Belair on the same friggin' show has the whole, you know, the EST of NXT, the best, the brightest, the you know, she is the EST. Oh, that's you know? cute. And it's actually it's it's really well done. That's, that's, but then that's you have nice. him, but then you have him show up. And he's just like, I'm the finest. And she's just like, I'll let it slide, sir. Like, I it... it eh.
0: Speaking of intriguing stories involving NXT women, you wanted to talk about uh, the match between uh, yeah. yep. Lacey Evans, right? Yeah, Lacey Evans and, and Candice LeRae. LeRae. Yeah, yeah, which is... Up until now, we've really only known in NXT as Mrs. Johnny Wrestling, which and is just a shame.
1: It, it really is. It really is. Um, you know, but we did have that, that one match, that one great match with her and Vega, Zelina Vega, right before she got the call-up, uh, with Candice LeRae picking up the win there. Sure. Um, But then it was just like, okay, now she's just Johnny's wife, Johnny's wife, Johnny's wife, Johnny's wife. Now she's a damsel in distress. Now she's sad. Now she's back telling him to kick his ass. Like... It, it it, wasn't good use of her as an in-ring talent.
0: I feel like it definitely took away. Like, there was no... There was nothing for her to fight against. There was nothing for her... There was no real reason for her to be involved. And putting her in a damsel in distress situation is just asking your audience to turn their entire brain off, yeah. either yeah. when she's doing that or when she's going to be wrestling.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's so, like,
0: which is it, right? Yeah. Is she a badass wrestler or is she... A, a, a wafer thin mint that will collapse upon the ramp and be unconscious for a month.
1: Well, exactly. It's it's like everybody ignore the fact that she once took a super kick to the face with a sock full of thumbtacks. Wafer thin mint. And just have her, you know, buy the fact that she got knocked out by her what 170 pound husband falling <laughs> on her.
0: Yeah, it it just it was an odd move. I see what they were going for, but eh, not a big fan of how it played out. I do like now. It feels like they did all that just to lead to the spot where he takes his ring off and, and and where Chompa takes his ring off and chucks it into the crowd. Yeah. Uh which was a great moment. Man, Chompa's
1: the best. He is.
0: Yeah. Uh which speaking
1: of Well, I just I want to get into the match a little bit first because uh, oh dude.
0: You no, you, you, you ate my segue. I did.
1: I ate it with uh milk. <laughs>
0: That's what you are gonna pair with the segue is it's, milk?
1: It's closest in texture. Not like a fine
0: Merlot or it, like <laughs> morphine
1: no well it's closer it's closer in texture and taste to a chocolate chip cookie so i thought milk was
0: that's that's far out man it's not what you would expect I don't know what right you're talking about that um
1: but at one point during the match i just want to i just want to mention this because i marked out super hard on my couch uh when i was watching it um at one point Candice LeRae, as she's building into her finish uh uh oh. just just straight up drove her down to the mat with an unprettier and I was so happy because I'm also a big Christian fan. Have been for for oh gosh, I guess I can actually say decades now.
0: Man of the Blue Dot.
1: Man, yeah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> if I could do a whole like hour on that. But um, no, like she she killed it last night. You know, Lacey Evans did. They they did a great thing with her where they they really emphasized Evans's size advantage because uh, she's quite a bit bigger than than Candice Lerae. Um, so you had that still that that. Underdog build in the match, but she she killed it, and, and Lacey Evans killed it. And I'm just so excited about this division right now. It's so good, it's so good. <laughs> but Drew speaking, of Ciampa, the <laughs> speaking of Champa, women's division. Speaking of Champa, yeah. Uh,
0: boo, boo, lazy Segway, boo, <laughs> boo.
1: Does not taste like chocolate chip cookies. I,
0: but I, uh, so the I don't even know how to talk to you anymore. Oh, I know, man.
1: Um, but he opened the show. Well, I mean, Aleister Black opened the show.
0: Damn yeah, right, Aleister Black um, opened the show.
1: And Champa interrupted. And I am loving this, and I so very much hope this proceeds to Brooklyn 4. Brooklyn 4? Brooklyn 4.
0: Well, they're not doing it for no reason, so...
1: Well, no, but I, I hope it builds that without Gargano sort of shoehorning himself into the mix.
0: Oh, you I, don't think this is going to turn into a three-way? Because that's what's going to happen. I
1: assume it's going to turn into a three-way. I don't want it to. We should you know clarify. I mean? We mean... Uh, yeah, three-way we, we wrestling sex. match. Yes, we definitely mean... Three-way. Yeah. Gross. Um But, like, I, I just... I like all three of the guys. Like, I, I do... I, I know it kind of sounds like I'm ragging on Gargano a little bit. I do really like him. I just... I really think Champa excels when he just has one... W- will excel when he just has one person to focus on. If he can just channel all his hate and anger and stuff at black throughout this whole build like that would be beautiful i'm all about layered storytelling
0: my friend you can do both
1: yeah yeah you can you can i just like part of me thinks that you know we need a a month or two removed from this gargano champa thing i say a month or two i mean like an event or two
0: well yeah if they were going to do that though they would have not set it up have Johnny involved, which they've obviously done with the promo. Cause he did cut like a promo basically saying, yeah, we're not done. Yeah,
1: this is not over.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's not done and it's not done.
1: No, I know. I just, I would like to see him sort of segue into a transitional feud uh while Champa gets this, this opportunity. Um, but I mean, like, I guess it'll all come to sort of, it'll all come to a head next Wednesday cause he's got a match against uh EC3.
0: EC3 indeed, so something's going to happen, and hooray! Yeah,
1: but the big, one of the big takeaways, I mean, that was a great build to NXT TakeOver. You know, uh, I, I'm always going to like seeing uh, Candice LeRae and Lacey Evans both fight, um, but that main event, man. Oh my goodness!
0: You're just such a mark for the undisputed era. You know what dude? It's I am so a mark sad. for
1: NXT. I am a mark oh, for NXT. It's so just, good.
0: You get all excited when the undisputed era comes up. I do,
1: I do, I do. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I really like Kyle O'Reilly. like I I've I also really like Roderick Strong, but I've been a huge Kyle O'Reilly fan for a little while now and he's just he's stellar. But yeah, undisputed era versus Mustache Mountain who are also amazing. Um, and Ricochet, who for is no a superhero. For reason
0: whatsoever. He's
1: a superhero. Like, it's, well, they want to set up, I imagine, a Ricochet Adam Cole for the North American belt thing, uh, which I would be 100% down with, because they've had, you know, they've had some throwdowns in the past, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, my understanding, though, is apparently they have recently trademarked British Strong style. WWE? Yup.
1: Interesting.
0: I heard that. I don't remember where I heard it. Well, it would have been one of my...
1: In the six-man on night one, uh, yeah, six-man, on night one of the UK tournament, mm-hmm. uh, Mustache Mountain and Pete Dunne were collectively announced in the ring as British Strong Style.
0: This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So they're obviously not going to just sit on that, unless they do.
1: Well, they might, but Ballard I hope Club. they don't. Woo-hoo. Yeah, exactly, remember right? how that went, everybody? It's, John, It's for everyone. It's for everyone. No, it was supposed to be for the
0: Good Brothers. <laughs> I wanted it to be exclusive.
1: And what happens when we mention the the, the Good Brothers?
0: Wood Brothers cheer Good Brothers.
1: Wood Brothers cheer Good Brothers. Carl Anderson has the best spine buster in the game. I hey, said it. Look at those abs. I, I know, right? What is he doing? He's a madman. Anyway. Oh, man. But, like, uh, and Finn Balor. Oh,
0: poor Finn Balor. I, I drifting just drifting off topic. Uh,
1: or am I like casually segue? I'm listing into a segue.
0: That's not. That's not how segues work.
1: No, it's not.
0: So let's talk about Monday Night Raw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Monday Night Raw, man.
0: There's a lot going on, and there's a lot not going on. Raw lately has been terrible. It's, it's been hard been to watch. It's been like universally panned. Uh, mm. So I don't think I'm going on a limb by saying that. This week was probably the best episode we've had of Raw in months.
1: Well, what was the highlight though for you? Like what was the big takeaway from you that made this like, yeah, all right.
0: Well, we'll get we'll get into that. That's yeah, all right. that was supposed to be, you know, where we were going. Oh, fair enough. Not where we started, you see. <laughs> so you said that you wanted to talk about the universal title. So this week, uh, yeah. This week we found out that the multi-man match that was supposed to determine the number one contender for Brock Lesnar's Universal Championship has been called off because of Lesnar shenanigans.
1: Yeah, Lesnar shenanigans.
0: He just decided he didn't want to do it or something. There's something going on. It's it doesn't feel like it's part of the story. It feels like there's something going on that <clears throat> that we're not all aware of.
1: It does feel a little bit like a scramble, but at the same time it's like it could just be like this is how we're telling the story. Hooray. That would make me sad. It it's not good. Like it's not. I mean, your champion hasn't been seen since Mania?
0: Well, it's all it's all leading to a cash in, right? My my guess is what they're gonna do is they're gonna put either put it on either Reigns or Lashley the first opportunity that they get. Then you're gonna have a quick cash in, Braun's gonna destroy whoever it is and gonna take the title.
1: Yeah, personally I'm hoping that happens at SummerSlam.
0: I really I really don't see Braun Strowman being a like two hundred and sixty day holder of that
1: briefcase no and what's crazy about it is there's so many suitable um, successors
0: this successor is suitable (laughs) come on man you want to actually have good you know something there you're talking about Seth Rollins though
1: Uh, well Seth Rollins uh, Seth Rollins Kevin Owens Kingslayer Finn Balor burn it down dude so much talent black so much talent right now. Tyler Black, I like that. Respect. Hey, yeah. I can I, I went back a tick. Yeah. Did you Google that <laughs> real quick? Speaking that, <laughs> of Seth Rollins.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had his rematch for the Intercontinental title and against he, Dolph Ziggler. It did not end well for him.
1: No, he got he got a little screwed. A little bit. A little screwed a little in the bit. End.
0: So what they basically did here is they had McIntyre interfere after getting tossed Then the beatdown started, then Reigns came down. So you're obviously going to get something between the two teams. Mm -hmm. That's clearly where they're going with this, uh, which is disappointing.
1: Yeah, a little. Yeah. At the same time, it's the best they've used Reigns in... Six months? Eight months? (laughs) Yes,
0: diluted with other people. (laughs) Yes,
1: but diluted with more talented people.
0: Or no, more specifically, put together with anyone from The Shield.
1: Uh, I would almost hazard to say specifically with Rollins. Well, you would have to
0: at this point, wouldn't you? Uh, Where the hell is Ambrose? I I, I know he's hurt, and he's not. uh, yeah, Yeah, I get it.
1: I miss him. I miss him though. He's a uh, he, he, he's always an entertaining part of the weeklies, right? So he's
0: But I just I can't say that I'd want to see the shield get together again. No. It just feels like that ship sailed and it no. sank really, really deep.
1: Well uh it was like a it was a, it was a halt in momentum for everyone involved. But it's just Seth Rollins and, and Roman Reigns were positioned in such such a way that they, they weren't really affected by it and Jason Jordan ended up taking the biggest brunt of it.
0: Jason Jordan, wow, there's a name I hope to never hear again
1: well here's the thing here's a, here's a perfectly fine example of a you know a more than capable in ring performer who just kind of got sunk by circumstance the
0: circumstance of a horrendous storyline that yeah. I think was clearly made for Chad Gable, yeah, and they just did a swerve at the last minute i, I they had to have it was mm-hmm. so
1: poor, speaking of Chad Gable, has he really been doing anything
0: no I mean the speculation is they're going to put american alpha back together again
1: i hope so i hope so but um yeah i mean like first of all if you put seth rollins in a ring with dolph ziggler in any capacity you're gonna get a good match like they are two of the best workers that wwe has had no they're good years. they they put on
0: entertaining matches seth rollins has been i mean pardon the really garbage pun right here but he's been fire mm-hmm. um there's nothing, there's nothing holding him back right now, and Ziggler has at least proven that he belongs again, uh, that he runs with the big crowd. Pairing him with McIntyre, I still, I don't know, it feels like coming into the end of Ziggler's career Yeah. Uh, at, at this point, so we'll see where that goes.
1: I, I do still think, like there's to me, it does still feel like that Shawn Michaels' Diesel.
0: Yeah, until they get their theme music worked out, though, I'm, I can't get on board.
1: You and your, your nitpicky theme music stuff.
0: I'm a stickler for the details, sir. Yeah, and you this sure detail are. makes no sense.
1: Let's just throw Cesaro's let's, sirens at the top of con- every oh, entrance theme. I hate you. Every entrance theme I hate just you. I opens just... with Cesaro's sirens.
0: Yeah, I'm on the record as saying those Cesaro sirens are the worst thing about the character. Uh,
1: I want to. I, I want to start a petition uh, for Cesaro to go back to using French rap for his entrance music. It was tremendous back when he was still Antonio Cesaro.
0: You know, I checked with. Speaking of different language theme musics, I
1: yep. guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. I checked with my friend. Uh, I guess this would be better for SmackDown, but here we are on Raw, and I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, checked with my Japanese-speaking friend, and disappointingly, the lyrics on Nakamura's theme—they're just disappointingly bad generic rap.
1: Well, I mean, it's—it's. It's, I like the way it sounds. Oh um, yeah, no, absolutely. But I—I also wasn't expecting anything profound. It's yeah, kind of your standard, like, poetry. I, it's like your standard hip hop, like, I'm better. It's like your standard hip hop, like, I'm better than you, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. Standard stuff. But it's still one of my favorite theme songs.
0: Anyway, the Ziggler uh, McIntyre theme song is terrible. McIntyre's theme song is awesome, Ziggler's is terrible made more terrible by the record scratch nonsense. I was just
1: about to ask if they still did the record oh, scratch. Oh, of
0: course they do, man, because it's part of the what-not character that Ziggler had going before this.
1: Mm. I Bring back I Am Perfection, and then I'll be impressed. I agree. I yeah. think
0: they should bring back I Am Perfection, especially I for am this perfection. team. And then oh, cut man. into to McIntyre's music. Yes! It's going to sound a lot better than yes! this nonsense, and it'll feel fresh.
1: Oh, goodness. We fixed it. Moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: Good. Next, world peace. So, you also wanted to talk about the tag division on Raw.
1: I, I think it bears mentioning. Um, I, I think that the B team have really struck lightning in a bottle here. I, nobody seems sick of it yet.
0: Like uh, I don't know. I it was getting it, it felt old when he beat Hardy this week. That was
1: yikes. Well, and they're stretching it out till the next pay per view too. Like. The,
0: now, the best part of this whole thing is now the best part of this whole thing is the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the parodies the jumbotron parodies that the <gasps> B team are doing M- mostly oh, just to see Bo Dallas do an impression of his brother
1: yes it's amazing
0: and, and then the whole like how do we get out of this screen thing and they just like, just crouch down just it, they're, that stuff is gold it yep. is gonna get it is gonna get old soon I, I hope they lose this and and maybe their angle goes somewhere
1: well I mean in 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 a world where uh, uh, factions were something that actually formed and thrived on the main roster. Like imagine them getting overtaken by you know the deleters of worlds imagine them like being brought into the fold
0: yeah I'd like to see something like that they've teased it uh, that being said the takeaway for me on Raw mm. was the Bailey heel turn and you're not going to convince me otherwise that was a Bailey heel turn she attacked Sasha from behind she told Sasha she ain't excrement there's no way to make that sound threatening
1: no it's not but
0: Yo, what the excrement? Yeah, no, man, like,
1: work. look, anybody who's listened to the YouTube channel knows that you have pontificated on this subject before. You know, the, the idea that, that Bailey was in need of a drastic character shift. Yep. Straight up heel turn. You used the, the, the yep. phraseology.
0: I gave you her know? a goatee and everything.
1: Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. But, like, I don't know. It still seems like it's the soft pull-off. Like it doesn't feel like a hard heel turn.
0: What would she have had to do?
1: I'm not sure. I'm she really threw not her into sure. The steps.
0: She swore in her face. I
1: think it might have she something attacked to her do from behind
0: while I, she was down. By the way, I
1: completely agree with you. I, I really do. But I I just I'm I think it's that they've pulled the trigger and then pulled back on so many things recently that I'm just expecting them to be. Well, like, They're
0: obviously doing something now. This is this has got to lead to Doctor Shelby,
1: right? I I would think so, especially given the circumstances. Yeah, it's not after. we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> but like, it's ah uh, man. I I just I I hope it continues. I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. I I hope it continues because I I could. I'm very interested to see what Bailey as a performer can do with that change.
0: Yeah, it's not just the fact that it's getting old. It's that they're kind of trying to repeat the character down in NXT anyway with Dakota Kai so eh, a little bit eh, a little too much eh. uh, and the the character was as it turns out as one dimensional as it seemed mm-hmm. at the very beginning so there was only really so far you could go with the hugger character before it they had a choice they could have either made her john cena mm-hmm. or they could have done what they did and wore it out to the point where it's useless and well, i don't think you're ever going to get it back
1: yeah it was almost like a humming and hawing of just like
0: hemming and hawing but yeah whatever oh apologies no get better but
1: like a uh, a back and forth like a what do we want to do what do we want to do what do you want to do I don't know you know like it it, there was never any like full commitment on actually pulling any triggers with her while she was on the main roster
0: no that's true Uh, except the trigger to put up those wacky inflatable car sale guys they had
1: to come from NXT
0: god that's so dull those were
1: part of the call up sir so old so old (laughs) It's just, it, ugh. Like i'm not I'm not bad mouth Bailey, but it's just it the the change was needed
0: well, the other thing that I said in that in that video that you really should go and watch on YouTube right now is that the there was never really any introduction to the character on mm. the main roster mm. which NXT, is a problem you actually we actually found out who bailey was and that was what gave her the groundswell of support that made her get the great chance and made her get all of that and sort of brought attention to that that sort of very understated character yeah on the main roster you were only supposed to like her because she had the wacky inflatable arm guys and she hugged kids i guess
1: yeah yeah and i I think there's been a lot of that in terms of some of the nxt call-ups you saw it with Bo dallas you saw it with the ascension You've definitely seen it with Tyler Breeze, you know it, it's Tyler Breeze had such a compelling story. He's arc probably the best NXT. example, really. He really is, I think.
0: Uh, Bo Dallas too, but, but he, uh, Bo Dallas really never had anything compelling. He just was.
1: No, I mean his his character worked in NXT, and then when they tried to do it on the main roster, it didn't. It's a reverse alias. <laughs> Good one.
0: Anyway, Bailey heel turn. I'm going on record to say that's what it is. I I could be proven wrong.
1: I'm I'm definitely interested to see where they go with it because Bailey could have some classic matches against somebody like Ember Moon. Like some, some of the some of this new incredible talent that's up there. You know, I, get her away from Sasha. Get Sasha away from Bailey after after all this is concluded, of course. Well, the only but,
0: acceptable way to go with this therapy thing is for it to start like a regular skit and then just have Bailey beat the crap out of her again.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, don't even start with the silly skits. Maybe bring Dr. Shelby and maybe look, make it look like you're going to do the team hell no thing. And then uh, just have Bailey snap yeah. and, and go after her and probably beat him up too and anybody else that's there. That's the way you got to go with this. If you're going to make the turn, make mm. a hard turn.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think this is just personal opinion, but I would like to see whoever ends up losing this feud. Maybe, you know, take a vacation for a month or so. Oh, and, I, and think kind gonna of, like, I think that's going to happen. Like, because I think a little bit of separation, right? I think I think you need that. Um, and and like I said, there is so much young talent in the women's division on Raw right now. Um, in Ember Moon, in Ruby Riot, both of them are just incredible performers. Like, boy, oh boy, they're you're amazing. just really
0: itching to get those names in there.
1: I I was because they're worthy of mentioning. Like they they need to be mentioned. Like, it's, yeah, here's it,
0: the problem though that with Ruby Riot, this whole like. We're going to go and do petty thuggism backstage. Yeah, that was just, weird. It's terrible.
1: That was really weird. It's so
0: bad. But like, at least they broke something this week and didn't just write with lipstick on a mirror.
1: I know, right? That was so weird. But do me a favor. Next time she's involved in one of those pointless six woman tag matches, watch Ruby Riot wrestle. I've watched her wrestle. She's, she's very good. Oh, she's good.
0: Again, until they do something better with her, nobody's going to see it.
1: Yeah, true. True. But so, ultimately, Raw was pretty good this week.
0: Yeah, and I would argue even better than SmackDown, which we're going to talk about now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So Sanity, they yeah, had they man. were on the show again this week, two weeks in a row, and they lost.
1: Yeah, dude, I love Sanity. I love them. They're they're amazing. And but not as s-
0: amazing as Jeff Hardy and the Usos. Oh my
1: god! Why? Like why? It. it I I get that uh, Eric Young got the win uh, in the singles match via disqualification. Right. So you don't necessarily... But at the same time, like, that one doesn't matter, really. No,
0: and there was no reason to Teddy Long it, either. I don't know why they did that. They love doing that. It was dumb. Uh, Basically, all around, it was just silly. Uh, You hadn't seen the group introduced, like, sort of as a group yet, other than that beatdown. And within the next week, all you see is, oh, look, they're just another tag team.
1: Yep, pretty much. Pretty much, except they're losing. Holy yawn. Wow. They're brand new and they're losing.
0: So, failing with sanity they are. Well... As as, as Master Yoda would say.
1: I, I would like to see them utilize sanity's strengths. Really lean into the whole chaos thing. Just...
0: <laughs> do the most obvious thing yeah, you could possibly do.
1: Follow the Lego instructions.
0: It's, it's really put, sad.
1: You know what I mean? Put the plot together. It's not... It's... I
0: mean, and we'll talk on like a different show that's not as packed as this. We're going to talk about uh, why this happens mm. every time, mm. uh, and and I think it really just is a it's a corporate thing, not a not a wrestling thing. And we'll talk about that some other time. Um, so <laughs> James Ellsworth is back. <sighs> hey, don't you worry though; he's going to fight Oscar next week, and if she doesn't beat him, like back out of the WWE. I don't see what the value of any of this has been.
1: She has to beat him within an inch of his life. Like, she... like the, the, uh, uh.
0: Probably what's going to happen is they're going to have Carmella interfere and it's going to be a whole thing.
1: Probably. Yeah, probably. But I just... Uh, Asuka is... I don't care for this plotline, sir.
0: Although, what I will say uh. is I kind of hope there is a match because it would be nice to start seeing the intergender stuff. Yeah. Even if it is
1: like a soft introduce.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's James Ellsworth. It's his whole shtick. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be kind of nice to see that happen just in the in preparation for it eventually happening again. You're seeing a rise of it on the indies, mm-hmm. uh, and it's sort of becoming a point of pride on the indies is to have yeah, these, to extent, these intergender yeah. matches. And the bottom line is, and what the wrestlers have said from what I have read, not being a wrestler myself, is that it really doesn't make much difference. So you're just performing out there and whether you're wrestling a man or wrestling a woman mm-hmm. it it really doesn't matter there's no
1: yeah, you know, no try- more danger i'm trying to remember who actually like said that because there there was actually a direct quote and i think it was it was somebody uh uh you know in the company now and i, I can't remember who it was so i don't actually want to no i think it was somebody guess. back on the
0: indies but let's not play that game because yeah. that's silly
1: but I, it could be fun it could be um, but I just like... Asuka needs a win, man.
0: Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with that.
1: It's... it's Again, like, you're, you know, it's the shell of what the NXT version was. Yep. It's a piece. Pretty much. And speaking of disappointing segments... <laughs> bad, bad segue. Yeah, no chocolate chip cookies. Oh.
0: <sighs> the women... Backstage standing in a line, as they say on Wrestle Talk, uh, which is a YouTube show that I like to watch. Uh, I think he, I believe it was nine SmackDown women standing in a row, uh, where you had Natalia. No, I'm not sorry, not (laughs) Natalia. Where you had.
1: She on Raw, sir.
0: Oh, my brain has stopped working. Where you had (laughs) Lana and Naomi. Mm-hmm. backstage get approached by the
1: cast of
0: glow oh, led yeah. by Allison Bree so it wasn't even just like the B cast of glow uh although notably absent was uh was Kong awesome Kong oh yeah <laughs> uh they did a really awkward skit uh, where Allison Bree really actually showed Lana how a russian accent actually works ooh uh where well Lana's basically dropped it now like it's weird she's yeah? really not even trying oh But essentially, the whole point of this promo was that they should get along better and form a team. So their thought has been that this is all leading toward the announcement of a women's tag division, which is something that Becky Lynch has been really lobbying for Mm -hmm. uh, backstage, apparently.
1: Yeah, and something a lot of fans have been talking about for quite some time, too, including yourself and myself. Um, Yep. And again, another thing, right? you addressed it on the YouTube channel.
0: go check out the YouTube channel where John predicts the future in the past,
1: <laughs> but it's it's like it should happen, and if you read the the breakdown of of what Becky Lynch was pitching, you know you you have woo? the one division
0: was she pitching woo
1: no pitching a no hitter no, do you want to keep trying? No, those are the only two I had okay so if you if you look at what Becky Lynch had been proposing. You know, she mentions uh, one roster uh, that just travels between both shows. Or possibly all three one, shows. One she set said of belts, not she said one roster that goes between two right, shows. Right, sorry. That's one set of belts. That'd be a
0: really weird way to say that.
1: It's been a long day, man. It's been a long day. Getting from, no. I'm going to start kicking stuff. Star Trek,
0: no. <laughs> but again, none of this. This all pales in comparison. <laughs> To the big reveal at the end of the night. Uh, and that was when Daniel Bryan, who has recently picked a fight with the Bludgeon Brothers.
1: Uh, they picked a fight with him.
0: Yeah, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Because Bryan had said that he was ready to fight the biggest and the baddest on the roster. Oh, I guess And he went so. out there and interrupted their music with his. And I guess so. Yeah, there was a little bit of antagonism there. In any case, uh, he had a match with Harper... Mm-hmm. And at the end of that match, Rowan, of course, got the interference and ended the match, yep. and the two of them started to beat down. Now, we all sort of saw this coming, and when we saw him facing off against the Bludgeon Brothers in all well, what happened last week in the Gauntlet match, where the Bludgeon Brothers interfered to cost him a shot at the title...
1: By the way, phenomenal match.
0: Oh, fantastic. But when all of this was happening... When all of well, this was saying, people everyone was like, Well, who would Daniel Bryan possibly tag with? And mm-hmm. there was this whole idea that eh, there really wasn't a good answer to that question. Because nobody, for some reason, thought
1: of Kane well and I think a lot of that has to do with Kane had been off TV for a while you know he had all the the election stuff and all that fun stuff so he was he wasn't really on TV for a while it's just
0: so weird though because it, shouldn't everybody when they think tag team partner for Daniel Bryan think of Kane
1: I, you know what they it, should it, it was they that tag team that should. really
0: made him who he was and, and made the fans or helped the fans really fall in love with him
1: it really helped that uh, that snowball continue rolling down the
0: mountain it they also really transitioned leading... him from like heel to face yeah, right? and this, that the, tag team did
1: yeah this, this was his uh the arguably the beginning of his build to to wrestlemania 30 right to yeslemania when he he beat triple h to get into the triple threat with Batista and randy orton and then made Batista tapped the s lock yeah just great story um and this was amongst some of the early stuff in that story and and you know it got it you're right it did transition brian from heel to face you know it really got him endeared to sort of Everyone in the audience, not just the people who are like, you know, I only like quality wrestlers who can wrestle quality ways, you know, did uh, he Toot Toot. Uh, yeah, like he, he was able to connect with with everybody who watches wrestling from mm-hmm. from any di- demographic that pretty much you can think of. And he became the most popular WWE superstar since Austin, since Rock since
0: i think on a different level though like he's 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 a pure baby face whereas austin and rock were both kind of anti-hero faces
1: and that's what makes daniel bryan so unique um but and 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 oh man and team hell no was so charming kane was so great at doing what he did such a such a great constant in a vet worker you know
0: yeah well at the end of all the, the the up of all of this is that now Team Hell No is fighting for the titles against the Bludgeon Brothers at the next pay-per-view, which yeah. I think is
1: Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules, yeah. Uh,
0: that is going to be fantastic. Yeah, man. I can't yeah. wait to see that. I was I've been so down on this Bludgeon Brothers as SmackDown Tag Team Champions thing. I just I find them dull. This is finally a match with them that I want to see.
1: Yeah, I think I think the ability of of Daniel Bryan and Kane to to to, to topple monsters. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, this not is... just
0: that, but this, the quality of the match is going to be very, very high.
1: Yeah, because they can all work really well together. Like, Daniel Bryan is more than well-versed at, at working big men.
0: Well, The Bryan-Harper match was fantastic. You should watch it. Oh, yeah.
1: Too. Well, uh, Harper's an incredible worker of, uh, in his own right. And he's, oh, talent. But that, that should be a really, really good match. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm not going to lie. I really, really liked the hug.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it was great. I
1: really liked it. It and, was sweet.
0: And the way that they played it where Brian was actually afraid of it because the last time he saw Kane, Kane chokeslammed him through a table in That's the dark, right. If That's you right. That's right. In, right,
1: in the dark, off camera, so he didn't have to take the bump. That's right.
0: So, he was, af- Brian was afraid Kane was going to turn on him. Yeah. So, there was that moment of decision. It was the, the very tense moment, and, and Brian really worked the crowd. I think he really enjoyed that. You could sort of tell. Mm-hmm. And then the the big hug moment came, and it felt genuine, and it felt it felt gives you the gives you the uh, the
1: warm feels. Yeah, it really, it really, really did. And I mean, it really did evoke that sense of oh man, I really loved Team Hell No, I really loved them.
0: Yeah, they were a lot of fun.
1: Do you remember that episode? I think it was an episode of SmackDown, and uh, uh, Team Hell No actually had a match with with Undertaker as in a six man. Like it was Team Hell No and Undertaker against I don't know three jabronis actually i don't actually know who it was game. oh
0: you're talking oh yeah and when they left and
1: when they leave and they go up the ramp to the home yeah the and, brothers, and the brothers, of brothers destruction. destruction but daniel bryan throws his arm up too
0: well and well you've seen the images because it created this really lovely silhouette because the smoke there was smoke mm-hmm. uh in the area and stuff so it, it created this awesome silhouette of these two huge brooding guys this mm-hmm. the undertaker and kane and this comparatively little guy uh, with his fist raise, and none of them looks less badass.
1: No, they all look like total champs. It's fantastic. Um, it's 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 going to be fun. It's good. It really, really. It, it's the thing that happened that we didn't see coming, that
0: we didn't know we wanted.
1: Exactly, exactly. It was like it was like getting a surprise, like ice cream cone or something. It was a nice, oh, awesome, cool. That's going to be great.
0: So, WWE, overall this week, you have pleased us.
1: Yeah, you have pleased us well. So,
0: keep it up. <laughs> and we'll see you next week with this new format for the Wood Brothers Wrestling Podcast. For uh, till then, I've been John. I've been Drew. And make sure you check us out on YouTube at Wood Brothers Wrestling, YouTube style.
1: You can also check both of us out on Twitter. I'm over there at WBWPodsDrew.
0: I think I'm WBW John. Yeah, just WBW John. Yeah, all the hotness for the John. <laughs> oh, that, that really...
1: Yeah, I think you should probably cut that.
0: No, we'll just fade out. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I'll just talk and they'll just fade out from here. I'm go with the black.